This is Chris. And this is Andrew, and welcome back to Video Games Cover to Cover as we continue our discussion of Final Fantasy XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age, S Definitive Edition. Did, did you mean to say that? What? You said Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and pretend that I meant to say that, but no, I didn't. Dragon Quest XI. Final Fantasy XI is an MMO. <laughs> that that makes me very happy. Wait, I thought that was destroyed and replaced with Final Fantasy XV. No, eleven 14. still exists. They destroyed fourteen and replaced it with the better fourteen that is like actually really, really good. Wait, they have an eleven. Yeah. That is still up. Yep. Like fifteen some years later. Why? Uh, enough people still play it, I guess. I get a monthly email from them because I was subscribed to it ages ago once and Talking about the things they added this month. I'm sure glad I don't get a monthly email. By the way, this is part 11. Oh, perfect. You know, though, if we're on part 11 and we're still in act one of this game, this might wind up being longer than The Witcher was. Wow. Okay. So it, I guess we are going to make it all the way to cyberpunk. That's This is insane. How long is this game? I don't know, because I haven't done like any specific grinding and I'm coming up on... I'm at like 39 hours, I think, as of this recording, and, you know, here we are still in Act 1, so... I'm at about 78 hours at this point. Right, but you said, like, more than half of that was grinding. <laughs> no, 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 78, I, a, it's like, two hours more. If I were to turn the game on and play while we're recording this podcast, it will be exactly 50% grinding and 50% gameplay. And I want to point out that last time I did mention, I was not just sitting out there meaning to grind, you know, when I'm doing other things. I, I recently I know, have I, I, convinced... All, all I was trying to get at was your 78 lines up pretty well with mine, because if we say half of yours was grinding, then you're right at about the same point I am. Listen, I recently convinced my wife to start watching Avatar The Last Airbender. I mean, excellent um, choice, but... Mostly because I was like, dude, you don't understand. Like, my boss, who's in his 50s, loved watching it with his daughter. So, like, and then she, then I sent her a, tics, a TikTok of this girl who was reacting to an episode, and she was, like, crying, and she was like, are they doing that today? What's going on? And it, it was seriously, like, the funniest thing. She's like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. She's like, a lot of people keep saying it's good. And then I was like, I've been telling you, it's really good for years you see one TikTok and 10 of your friends are like, it's all good. And you're like, let's check it out. But I say, it, and it falls on deaf ears. Look, minus the fact that I also convinced her to watch Fairy Tale and she loved it. And One Piece. <laughs> okay. And the myriad of other anime that I've convinced her to watch. Like if she would have never seen Death Note if it wasn't for me. And she was obsessed with Death Note for a while. Just saying, you know. <laughs> I have decent recommendations from time to time. Does it matter how she got convinced to watch it as long as she's watching it and enjoying it? A little, yeah. Because I mentioned it. There's so If she would just heed 
my expert opinion on so many other things, we wouldn't be sitting there watching Friends for the hundredth time. Well, not Friends, but Bones and Grimm and... I mean, that's a very different thing. I was about to say... Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Superstore. I'd, I'd, I'd be perfectly fine if we'd pick the X-Files back up, but... <laughs> I miss that show. I was really into X-Files when it was on originally. I mean, so far, all of the shows, with the exception of Friends, I enjoy. And I understand that's a hot take, but I can't stand Friends. I've never never liked Friends either. And I think, honestly, you know, I mean, obviously it's still popular enough to have demand for streaming or whatever, but it it definitely seems to be uh, losing some of its popularity compared to other comedies of that sort of era. The only good thing to ever come out of Friends is Jennifer Aniston. That's it. Because Jennifer Aniston is amazing. Everybody else, nope. That monkey, he was kind of cool, but nope. And I I don't remember anything else. (laughs) Okay, but anyway, Dragon Quest. So, as I recall, we were on this island with our uncle and trying to go stop the Mongols from invading. Do we have to say he's our uncle? (laughs) Can we just say that he's like some random old crazy guy? I I don't know if I'm comfortable calling this guy my uncle. I mean, he has been absent my entire life, you know? He seems like a great guy. Seems like he's made some pretty poor decisions. I'm not going to stop traveling with the guy, but, like, I got to warm up to calling him uncle again. He seems like a great dude, though. I mean, he's constantly throwing out dark magic. Okay, at this point, we're talking about, like, three different games at once, I feel like. (laughs) What do you mean? I Rab was is the... definitely shooting out dark magic. Ra- First of all, Rab is your grandpa, not your uncle. I was talking about Ghost of Tsushima Sh- again and making a joke about that. Oh. Okay, here's the thing. I gotta get up. I'm gonna be upset for a second because I'm not gonna do it. This isn't the time or the place. I'm just saying, you know, your uncle's like, you gotta be a samurai. You gotta be a samurai. And it's like, dude, now is not the time for samurai. Now is the time for darkness and shadows, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. I got to do everything without honor. You think these guys are being honorable when they're going in and burning down houses and stuff? I can guarantee you for 100% fact that they are not. We got to do this my way, uncle. How dare you? We got to ride in on our horses. Meanwhile, they're they're taking out prisoners because he just doesn't get it. <laughs> Andrew, he doesn't understand. Now is not the time for honor and samurai. You know, it just, it's not. You know, it's funny that you're talking about that and that we should get back to the actual game we're here to discuss, but I did just recently read a book talking about the samurai honor code and stuff, so it's kind of funny that we're bringing that up on this podcast. They never stop bringing it up. It's like, oh, you do. Well, yeah, it was a very important, it was a very important. I know exactly how important it is, Andrew. I know exactly how important it is. I was obsessed with being a samurai at one point, and then I realized my entire life has been lived without honor. I must go in the shadows. That is the only way. Listen, what I do in my free time is my business, and I would ask you not to bring it up again. Now, I know what you're thinking, Andrew. I didn't bring it up before. Yeah, exactly. I've had enough of you. So anyway, your Uncle Rab, not I'm not quite super comfortable calling him uncle yet. He's not your uncle. He's I am the luminary, and he is what I say he is. He's your grandpa. He just shows up, and he's like, I'm your grandpa. How do I know that? Well, he did the little thing, and he knows, the, he knows the royal thing. Well, here's the thing, Andrew. 
He didn't do the royal thing himself, and there was no indication that that royal thing couldn't be done with only one person, which suggests he's not actually a member of the royal family, not my uncle, not my grandpa, not anything. So if he's going to travel with me, he's Uncle Rab, and that's the end of it. I'm the luminary, what I thought. I just don't know how to respond to something like that. He's clearly not. Here's the thing. Rab is the dark one the whole time. We thought that <laughs> Silvando is going to be a bad guy. This dude is not good. He's lulling us into a false sense of security. The dark one would have known about that royal ceremony, but he couldn't perform it himself. He captured Jade from the very beginning so he could corrupt her against <laughs> the luminary. He's done a, a very bad job because she still feels guilty about the whole letting me go thing, which is why well, she I jumped mean, off of a cliff to save my life, which super cool. I mean, you know, it could maybe it's one of those like Sith things where, you know, feeling any emotion at all is bad. So he wants her to feel guilt because it's part of her corruption. Yeah, well, then then the developers give her puff puff. So they've done all the corruption they needed to. I'm not going to get back on that soapbox again. So where were what what are we even doing here? So I believe when we ended last time, we had just wrapped up the story, the very sad story of the mermaid and the fisherman. Oh, that's right. And I told everybody they should be cool to their family members and, and try to make it, you know, yes. spend what time they have with them. Except now I'm sitting here going, Rab sucks and he's definitely not my grandpa. So here's the thing, people. There's a little conflicting evidence, but this is a game. And Rab, he's the dark one. I can sense it. And with my luminary Sometimes your family magic. members are bad people or something. Like, I mean, not everybody is in a situation where you necessarily should be doing that. But, you know, just... Yeah, I understand Smaller everybody. things, yeah, d don't let that be... Help don't hold that against people forever because it's just going to make everybody... I, here's the thing. If your family members are doing, like, horrendous evil things, obviously don't just forgive them or whatever unless you want to. Everyone's situation is different. I'm just saying... For for the, you know, if if you have a, a small disagreement about which way the dice landed in Monopoly ten years ago, and you refuse to speak to him over that, it's like, come on, bury the hatchet. But if they're, if your family members are doing horrendous stuff, like you know, I don't know, stealing newspapers from the from every neighbor, and then replacing them with their own newspaper talking about how they're actually like really cool and stuff and then they like trick all of their neighbors in the surrounding area about how wonderful they are and it's like oh that's super cool but where do they get a newspaper press and it turns out that there's one bin one hidden in your basement the entire time and you're like wow and but it also turns out that your parents are just like super spies or something and then they got your kid sister killed or something because of like some john wick scenario if that's going on then sure, you don't have to forgive your parents. You need to talk to them or whatever. I'm just saying, man, <laughs> in general, you know, I don't know your situation. You got to think about it. I'm just here to offer up my advice, which was I wish I had spent more time with my family when they were around. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. My family wasn't doing horrendous stuff like stealing newspapers or replacing them with other newspapers, talking about how wonderful they am. I have been doing that. But that's not something my family has been doing. It's just your situation where you are trying to personally improve your own situation. I'm not I'm not doing any of that. That takes so much time and energy. 
And, and you guys know that I'm spending all okay. of my time and energy grinding levels in video games. I mean, you say that, but that's what someone who was specifically doing that would say, that, they, that they're not doing it because of this. I don't, I promise you, I don't have a printing press in my basement. There isn't enough room. It's actually in the attic, so there. The attic gets too hot during the summertime, so it couldn't be up there right now anyway. <laughs> okay. Any, anyway, so we're, we still have to go talk to the Queen of the Mermaids. Theoretically, we should actually talk about the actual game. Maybe. At some point, you know, I feel like we're probably going to have to, but I didn't think we had to do it yet. You okay. know? I mean, all right, let's, keep, let's, let's continue this printing press conversation then. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so we have to go back and... If anyone knows where to get a printing press, <laughs> um, I've recently, very recently come up with a pretty sweet idea that I'd like to kick around. Um, so if you know of anyone that's, that is harboring a printing press of some sort, just, you know, how to, just Discord or whatever at the end, go to Twitter, figure it out, shoot me a message, and we'll, we'll, we'll figure this situation out. Now, so that's really what he's saying is... He hasn't been doing that yet, but he plans to. Anyway, so the Mermaid Queen. <laughs> so it, in order to continue after this, you know, tragic ending to this ill-fated romance, we have to go tell the queen under the ocean what happened. Except you get there and she's like, oh, yeah, cool. I already know. I know everything. But, I, but, but even before that, like, we just show up to this thing. We play this heart. And we go in there. Yeah, she left it back where we had picked her up. The None of the mermaids, even bad and I, they're like, oh, cool, we haven't had visitors in centuries. So you don't think that would entail a little bit more, like, surprise or excitement? That I mean, a couple of the mermaids actively talk about how excited they are to, I, to see I've humans, got legs. I'm just walking see, around. Do you not see how this is cool? And it's like a moon situation where you jump up and then you slowly go down. And you jump up higher than you normally would. Yeah. I like how you described it as a moon situation. I mean, you're not wrong, but I like that that's what you went to. Well, what else would you consider it? Well, like I said, you're not wrong. I just thought that was funny. And so you get there and you're just like, oh, cool. What's going on? And like the the shark is refusing to sell you stuff because you, the shark he doesn't can't have even talk inventory. To you. Yeah. you can't talk to the shark, but you can talk to the bank. What is the purpose of talking to the bank? I want to understand how the bank works because it still has connections to everything else. Like, are they, they don't, they haven't talked to humans in hundreds of years, but they're exchanging like important bank statements among each other. Like what's Did happening? Did you here? save? Yeah. Oh yeah. I you saved. go to the save point. And they're like, oh yeah. Uh, I know we don't believe the same stuff, but let's pray anyway. Yeah. We believe in the, you know, the spirit under the ocean, but we can, we can still pray together. Okay. Like, sure. Listen here, Poseidon is my jam. I don't care what you're about, but let's do this anyway. Save your game. Like, do you, nobody cares about anything in this world. I'm starting to think that everybody, except for like a few people, are, are, are basically just Silvando. There's like maybe 10 people you've met that are really mad about stuff. Basically, everybody in your party is really mad about the Dark One. Hendrik, Jasper, and the King are really mad about you. And like everybody else is just there. And well, the town that's really mad about mermaids. We well, yeah, love. but that's just mermaids. And then the the mermaid queen, you you get up there and they're like, "Oh, don't worry, I can swim up. I can swim you up there or whatever." You go talk to her. She's like, "Yeah, I know. That's really tragic. That really super sucks. I wish that 
you know, we could live as one. I've tried it on several other occasions and it always ends up bad or worse. And I'm like, yeah, like I, I need some details on that. <laughs> w- what did you just say? It always ends up bad or worse. How work? Yeah. Elaborate on worse. I think I already know what's worse. Little Mermaid, Ursula, Eric. That was the queen. I was, I was going to say that's how the giant octopus has happened. The giant octopus is Ursula. There you go. So you're saying we fought the queen when we fought that giant octopus? Well, no, we've, well, Ursula wasn't a queen, was she? she no, but only you said became... that was Ursula. You said that was the queen. No, no, no. No. What? I, no. I, I, I think I lost your analogy somewhere. No. Ursula, the little mermaid, and Eric. Yes, I The got whole that. little mermaid thing. The queen set this whole grand scheme in motion. And then she was like, I probably shouldn't. That's Ursula's punishment for taking it too far. She's like, listen, you altered the deal. You shouldn't have altered the deal. And so the queen altered it further <laughs> and made her the octopus. Gotcha. Okay. And now I get what you were getting at. Yeah. And Eric, like Little Mermaid has legs. She's never going to be able to go to touch the sea again because she'll die instantly. And I'm pretty sure they got married on a pier. Well, what if it was just happens to be super windy that day? Okay, so the wind blows some water. I think that's how the Little Mermaid actually ended. They were sitting on the pier, which was a terrible idea, everybody knowing the consequences. And the they're, they're sitting there, they're getting married, and there's like a, a, a breeze that comes by and a little bit of salt water just speckled on, on, on Ariel's face. And boom, melted into foam. And Eric's like, what? And he's traumatized for the rest of his life. He's like, I can't believe any of this has happened. We defeated Ursula, who turned into a giant whatever monster now. And this is not good. And then the queen at the bottom of the sea is like, okay, well, that's a column for worse. Um, <laughs> don't know how much worse it could get than that. But let's just chuck that is a I don't L. think you're... I don't think you're entirely wrong. I'm pretty sure the actual original ending to the Little Mermaid fairy tale was that she never could get the prince to fall in love with her and committed suicide in the, by throwing herself back into the ocean. I, so yeah, fun times. Uh, fairy tales usually ended really dark before Disney got a hold of them. I'm just, what the heck, man? I mean, that's what happened. I understand that's what happened, but fairy tales are some rough stuff, man. They really are. That's what I'm saying. Like, fairy tales historically did not go super great, since they were mostly there to be warnings to people more than, you know, anything else. Well, they were mostly there to scare children in line. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. Well, that's not a warning. That's using fear to manipulate your children. I mean, it's a warning. A bad it's just a idea. very brutal warning. It's not a brutal warning. You're literally using fear to manipulate someone into doing what you want them to do. I don't want you... That's what to I'm, go off, and that whole thing is racist. I mean, independent of that, but like, that's what, what do you think warnings are? That's telling people there's going to be consequences if you do this thing and making them second guess it. Like, that's, how is that not playing to fear and things and worry and stuff? I mean, I guess it's, okay, you're right. There's, here's the thing. When I think of a warning, it's, hey man, warning, the winds are bad today and you shouldn't go surfing. Not. If you go surfing, you are going to get crashed up on the side of the waves. Your leg is going to break. 
but you're going to be trapped there in a 127-day situation where you slowly drown to death over that entire time because you decided not to look at the actual warning. There's a difference <laughs> between warning and, like, mega ultimate bad news. Fairy tale escalation. I'm just saying. That warning is, is to me, is, hey, man, don't do this thing because it's, it's, it's really bad. Fear-based manipulation is if you do this thing, you are going to suffer in the worst possible way. Okay. That is my distinction. And so that seems like a, you're right. I think it's just it is a warning rather than. But it's a fear-based warning, which is definitely like not good for anybody because all that does is create anxiety. And then you live your entire life thinking, man, I'm a mermaid. And duh, the queen is Ariel the mermaid. Except okay. when she attempted uh, to end things, all that happened was she turned back into a mermaid and she was told that she could never go back. I've made it less terrible. There you go. So it worked out slightly better for her than for uh, the last mermaid we just interacted with who did unfortunately die. She's not dead either, Andrew. She's still out there. She just is... Well, according to this queen, she's with Yggdrasil now, where everybody goes. But we already know that that's not true, because you need some member of the royal family to create some butterflies to go up to Yggdrasil, and that's how they actually get... Rab is not, like, the dude. He's bad news. There's something about (laughs) Rab that I just don't like. Bad news bears. And I am not just being ageist here, you know? Well, okay. There is something about Rab that just doesn't sit right with me. Although I will say, it is very unusual to have a party member of Rab's age in any RPG, because usually everybody tends to be like a teenager or 20s at the most. Which tells you right there, not good. Rab, in Act 2, is going to be like, I'm secretly the Dark One, and you sent me to Yggdrasil, and I'm going to burn it down. Burn Yggdrasil to the ground. So you're saying he's the one who's been possessing the king all this time? He is the one. Why do you think he's made such terrible decisions? He didn't take Jade back to the king so that way he could continue to manipulate him. Without talking to anybody or anything, suddenly this dude who did super mega evil things gets to just go free for nothing. He just... Everywhere he goes, he's manipulating people into doing exactly what he wants. Dude, if Rab isn't evil, I'm going to say the the game developers had a real missed opportunity here because he is shooting out so many bad guy vibes. (laughs) I mean, when you put it like that, you do kind of have a point. I I would be really surprised if he did, in fact, have any particular evilness to him, but maybe they're going to have a plot twist. throwing out dark spells. And I know what you're going to say. Well, you need somebody in the party that does dark spells. And I'm going to tell you that you don't. You just don't. Because all you got to do is just go around and slash everybody with the sword and they just go down instantly. Because you're the luminary. I was about to say, well, at least you do because you're like 20 levels above everybody else. (laughs) But, But the queen basically is like, hey man, at this point, oh, by the way, uh, here's your orb. What? She's like, oh yeah, I knew you were here for that. I also know that you're the son of, D- of Dundersil. Eric's like, how do you know that? Eric, did you not just hear her mention? I feel like you missed a lot here, man. Like, are you just not paying attention, buddy? First of all, 
uh, mermaid. And as soon as he sees, remember as soon her as he name. saw the green orb, that was all Eric could think about. Obviously, and he just grabbed it. And he was like, "I have two now." She, she's like that. The mermaid told us that she's five hundred years old. This queen literally just told us, "Oh yeah, you're the reason that uh, you can breathe down here because I apparently have supreme ultimate power." She is basically Poseidon. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I think that was the case with even in the stories like The Little Mermaid, like uh, Trident, his trident gave him like powers and stuff. So it was probably a similar situation. And so like they they just have like these ultimate power. And he's like, how do you know that, Eric? Why don't you just go ahead and sit the next couple plays out, buddy? Because uh, if you haven't figured it figured it out by now, you're not gonna. All of us here were able to figure that out. You know, Eric, you're a nice guy. And you helped us. But bro. You just got to chill. And so she's like, yeah, hey, man, you just here's your orb. Now you got to find the rest of them. Which is three at this point because we've gotten three now. So so where do you where, where do you think I should start? Hey, figure it out. Yeah, if, when you talk to her there without leaving, that's what she says. But if you go, like, as soon as you walk out and then immediately, like, turn around and go back in, she'll be like, oh, yeah, here's a clue. Like, why wouldn't you tell me that before? It's like, what are you talking about? And then her, her person was like, I'll swim you down. And I was like, I don't think you understand how this game works. I just jumped off the side. I'm like, I'm not going to die. Meanwhile, my, my party members like hit the ground going like 25 miles an hour or something. And then I have to walk over and be like, hey, uh, statue, can you resurrect these people? Because turns <laughs> out I'm the only one uh, that doesn't take fall damage, I guess. Well, Eric and Jade were both fine because for some reason those two don't take fall damage either. But everybody else, Rab especially, he should not have done that. His, his old man bones. He, he could not take it. And you get outside and of all things in this whole area, you get a side quest of a mermaid who's like, hey, there's this dude who used to sing all these songs. Could you find him and have him sing for me again? Okay, lady, I again. You mermaids seem to keep forgetting that we have a very uh, short lifespan. Comparatively. So when you were a child and you loved this music, that dude's probably dead. Like, he's not alive anymore. Did you actually go and, and do the, the side quest for her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. You get there Turns and there's out this- he is still alive, but he's an old man now. Well, you yes, but you get there and you see this dude singing and it's like, Oh, everyone's talking about how he has such a beautiful voice and everything like that. And everyone's talking about how great he is. Next to him over off on the side is the actual old man. And he's like, oh, by the way, I'm super old here. I'll teach you the song. I never went back and sang it to her yet, but I did just because I knock out the side quest pretty much as soon as I get them, just because it that's my the only time I'm doing any sort of grinding or whatever is by doing that. Did you do the rain one? Yes, I did. How long did that take you? Um, almost no time at all. It started raining basically like as soon as I went out there and, and saved. Must be nice. Do you want to know how to how to get it to rain if you're not so unbelievably lucky you just <laughs> show up and everything happens for you? Sure. Tell me about it. You have to go talk to a cow and the cow will tell you what time of day and when it will rain. Then you have to go save and then rest at the campsite and then get there and it'll be raining at whenever the cow said it was. Yeah, I've gotten a tooltip about that where it talks about there are some cows that know how to tell time. 
Uh, and you know, scientists believe that this is because they were with, you know, farmers and learned how to tell time from them. But that doesn't explain why they can talk. I'm like, cool, thanks, Tooltip. Yeah, the Tooltip never seems to mention that all the uh, monsters are also sentient and have thoughts and feelings. Uh, because the very next, the little clue that she gives you is, hey, um, you got to go into one of these whole things and it'll just take you to one of those random ports in the middle that you couldn't get to before. Like, oh, that's cool. Somehow have, like, built docks and stuff, even though there's literally nowhere to go. My guess is that that's, I thought that too at first. And I thought as soon as I got there, I was like, I'm going to bring this up on the podcast, how stupid it was. And then I immediately had the thought, fishing. And obviously people are building docks because they probably have their own like small little paddle boats that they go out on to fish or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) But I was immediate. I I thought about doing that exact same thing. And I'm like, how stupid is this? And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, fishing is a thing. I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the first sections you get to, at least the first place I went, was this academy. Now, I didn't think it was an academy at the time. I thought... It was like some big city and because it had like this ornate looking building thing on the map. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, I'm going to go there first because it seems like that must be the place to go. Yeah. And I actually specifically didn't go there for the same reason. I'm like, oh, that looks like the place to go. I'm going to go somewhere else for a little while. And uh, well, did you end up finish? Did you end up finishing that? Yeah, I did. Uh, well, do you want to talk about that place first? Or do you want to talk no, about fine. the other one? I was just making a comment. Now you can continue with the academy. It's fine. Okay. Uh, well, there isn't much to the academy. There's three side quests, and you you get to the academy, and apparently it's an academy all for girls. And you get there, but it's not just human girls. Monster girls are there too. Slimes, zombies, pretty much every single monster that we've come across so far is represented here yeah and again it comes back to well this is vaguely uncomfortable (laughs) yeah i couldn't wait to talk to you about this because i was like how do you feel about murdering all of those creatures now andrew it's been a thing that's been pretty established in other dragon quests that there's a you know a non-trivial number of friendly monsters and stuff like some of the dragon quest games you can recruit monsters and have them come with you and stuff um, like, you can get a heel slime that'll just stand there and, you know, keep you guys alive and stuff. So, it's already a little, like, that was already something I was kind of aware of, but I've never seen them, you know, be going to school and things like that. Although, talk about a weird school. Because yeah? their entire focus seems to be on collecting mini metals. And, like, I thought that was just going to be like, oh, you know, well, this is just a side thing they do. But their song, the song that they sing, like, the, the school's anthem is about mini metals. <laughs> Yeah, and when you get there, and they have this song, and they're talking about it, and everybody breaks, they're like, a boy, you're the only boy that's ever been able to step foot in here. I'm like, Eric, Silvando, get out, Rab, get out. You're not allowed (laughs) to be here, I guess. I'm the only one. Except for the headmaster, who's a guy. Isn't that just the way? Yeah. You know, just just like those supervillains who are like, I'm going to destroy everyone in the world. And I'm going to get to pick and choose who lives. I'm like, yeah, but you're going to be among one of those chosen. I bet. You know, I bet that you're going to keep yourself around, huh, buddy? And this dude 
when you go and you talk to him, he's like, hey, man, you, I sent something in you. The ultimate metal-finding master. However, there is no place for you here, for I only teach women. But I'm just going to go ahead and give you this book and let you get a bunch of prizes instead. And he's like, but I'm going to make you an honorary member. Super weird. But well, there's be honest, no bro. place for me here. Well, you know, you know what else was a little weird is when you go, did, did you sleep at this place? Yep. Did you walk over and you talk to her and you're like, hey, she's like, oh, cool. A boy. Don't be shy. Stay the night. Normally, we wouldn't let boys stay here, but I'll make an exception for you. Well, this whole place is so creepy right now. I'm like, okay, um, uh, and, and so you, you get three side quests. One side quest is, oh, wait, do you get three? No, you, you do. Well, uh, yes, it's three. Yes, you get three. First side quest is you have to make a rope, specifically a whip, because this teach, you have these thugs whom... Ha- they have a motto, and their motto is that you don't mess with anybody who isn't a thug. So wait a second. They're they're thugs with honor. They're like, cure you from the Yakuza games. You only Except mess with people who deserve it. Th- there's one gang of thugs here. So they're all, what are they doing? Just constantly stealing stuff from themselves? Well, no, they said don't do anything to good people. They didn't specifically say you had to be a thug. You just had to be a bad person. Oh. Well, I don't know. A teacher going around whipping people whenever they get mad, I would say is a bad person. I probably would, too. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that, but they seem to think otherwise. And so you got to give her a plus one whip. That you've never used... Because the teacher would freak out if a boy's hands had been on it. Which, again, everything about this place just feels super weird. There's a part of me that wanted to have Serena equip it. Or not Serena, Veronica, just to see. But I don't understand that. Why, what is going on with this game that they're like, no, you're not allowed to have used it? Just like the ring. It's like, who cares? What do you mean I'm not allowed to use it? I made the thing. I have to test it. No, that- you have to give it perfectly unsullied so then you give it to her and she's like oh yeah this is amazing i ended up giving her a plus two because i wasn't gonna make a second one. Oh yeah exactly i mean same here and uh so then i although if i had done a perfection i probably would have made a second one except this mini forge has failed me andrew i don't know if you've noticed this but there are some recipes that it can't make because you can't buy the ingredients. My plan of just running rampant and doing whatever I want all the time has now been sullied because I can't just buy the ingredients anymore. It's like, no, no, no. Some of these you just have to find. How dare you? I spent the entire first eighth of this game Doing whatever I want. And now you're like, oh, these one or two items, you you can't just buy those. How dare you even minorly inconvenience me? I can't believe this garbage. No, I haven't noticed that because I only use the forage when I've already got all the items. What what do you mean? That's what I said. I I look at the thing. Every once in a while when I check the forage, if I don't already have all the ingredients, I don't make it. Why? Uh, Just because that's how I am. I also don't have tons of money because I'm frequently actually buying things from the shops. 
I see I've sent you into silence. Why? What? Yes? You don't want to grind. Yeah, I haven't been. But you go out of your way to make all of this stuff infinitely more difficult on yourself. No, it's not a matter of going out of my way. Like, I'm. You are going out of your way. Instead of hitting make. You go, oh, I don't have the item. I'm just going to go. So I'm just going to go find it. That's going out of your way. But I'm not specifically going out of my way to find it. If I don't have it, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll make it later. And that's the end of it. When you could just hit a button and make it now. Why are you buying anything from the shops? Because some of the stuff the shops have had has been better than what I was carrying. In every single situation I have been in, I have gone to a new city There's been something in the shop that I've wanted. I've looked around, found the ingredients for it, and just made it myself. And it was a plus three, and I didn't have to waste any perfectionist pearls. The only time I couldn't do that is the Platinum Greatsword, which is why I went out of my way to get it. And you're telling me, I'll just go buy it from the shop. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Or making things as I have been... The opportunity gradually, you know, getting the check boxes and stars on my list and just working through it. It's not a big deal to me. Do you only use the Fun Forge at a campsite? Pretty much, yeah. I, but once again, I stunned you into silence. I just don't understand why you're making the game so much harder on your. T- it's not even I, a hard I don't game. get it. That is so much harder. Those things are there for convenience. Going yeah. out of your way. Instead of just hitting a button and going, oh, yeah, not, I have the best items that I could possibly have. It's not going out of, out of my way. That's what I mean. I'm just saying, eh, whatever. Like, I, it, it's not going out of my way to not do it. It's just, okay, I don't have it, so I just don't even hit the button to look at it. I'm just I'm scrolling through the list and, oh, I can make that. Okay, I'm going to make that. If the item is better, though, I don't understand why you wouldn't just make it instead of buying it at the shop. Because Almost every single time I've made an item, even if I don't have all three ingredients, it's cheaper to just buy the ingredients than it is to just buy the actual item. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I don't doubt that at all. So all you're doing is just wasting your money and you're actively making the game harder on yourself. But I'm criticized. For grinding too much. I wasn't much. criticizing. I just said that that was half the time you've played. When, when we that were talking is about a it earlier, heavy I don't care. criticism, Andrew. I don't care what you do with it. If you enjoy doing that, more power to you. I don't particularly enjoy doing it, so I don't. But if that's what you're into, have go to town. I'm all about playing video games the way you want to play them to enjoy them. But you are doing that, though. You, you are doing that. You're just doing it in a different way. Well, I'm not really granted because I'm not specifically going out of my way to fight extra or whatever. I'm just making upgrades and stuff as I come you as I don't, get the opportunity. I also don't see grinding as going out of my way. Just as you don't see this as going out of your way when it definitely is. Hitting a button in a screen versus not doing that is like, oh well, I'll figure it out later is essentially going out of your way to figure it out later. Instead of just figuring it out right now. That's all I'm trying to get at, man. It's a different form of grinding. I, I just don't see how that's in any capacity grinding because I'm not trying to, I, I'm not going out to get extra gold. I'm not going out to get extra EXP, and that's what grinding is. But by going around and fighting monsters to get the items that you need to but make I'm not yourself specifically better. I'm going to do that. If I stump, come across them, then great. 
But if I don't, then I just didn't make it. Whatever. There's a bunch of things I haven't made at all on my board sheet because I just haven't done it yet. I just don't see how... I personally don't see how that's different at all. I understand that just coming across it is 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 different in your mind, but that's not different in mine. I guess I just I I, I don't understand how you don't see that as different. So I don't know. I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one because it to me it's not grinding in any capacity to do that. To wait around to get an item if by just playing the game. If I specifically went out of my way to say, okay, I have to go get this item right now, that is what grinding is, is I have to get more powerful right this second or whatever, and you know, I'm going to do that at the expense of advancing other stuff, which some people like to do that, and that's fine. Like, you know, again, I am not saying that you're wrong to do it that way, it's just not the way I like to do it. But that's but no, you're describing that as specifically grinding. If you're having fun in a game, how is that grinding? But grinding can be fun. The act of what you're doing, I'm not, like, if you enjoy doing grinding, then that's fine. But that's what the definition of grinding is. I'm Like, it's not, I'm not judging you for saying you're doing this. You're more than welcome to. I just it don't It seems want an to. awful lot like you're judging me. I'm not, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know where you're getting that because you enjoy doing it. Fantastic. Do it all you want. I just don't want to. That's all I'm saying. I Like I said, I am all for people who p- playing games the way they have fun with them. I don't care how you do it. It's not affecting me at all. It just, I'm baffled. I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. Uh, the game, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've played a ton of Dragon Quest or whatever, but Dragon Quest has never been a series that's particularly hard, and I don't feel the need to be driven to, you know, min-max it or whatever. So I just kind of just go with it. I did finally do the dual wielding that you were talking about on Eric, and I definitely see where you were coming from, because having him have two knives is super awesome. I have dual wielding on everybody. Yeah, I haven't unlocked it with anybody else yet, although I'm pretty close with Serena. Which is just crazy that you can dual wield wands with her. I know. That sounds amazing in terms of like her ability to never run out of mana. Eh, it's not as great as you would think. I, I find it hilarious that as I was going through people's skill trees and figuring out what I wanted to do next, Rab has a plus to strength panel, and I'm like, what are you doing with Rab that that is relevant? Um, Like I said, Rab is the dark one. It's going to come up. Okay. I just thought it was really funny. So I, don't even, I don't even know where we were at before you told me this insane news. We were at the academy. So you, you go to the academy, and this girl wants a whip. This other girl is like, hey, find me this secret hidden thing that I apparently just can't go find myself. It's it's under the tree near the- That wasn't just a girl. That was the, uh like, vice- uh the second in charge of the school, vice principal or whatever. Sure. The vice principal wants you to go do this thing, but her responsibilities don't allow her to just go digging around anyway. And she's like, by the way, it's under the tree. No, it isn't. You go to the tree. It's nowhere to be found. Turns out it's in the flower garden. I I believe it actually said it was under the shadow of the tree at dusk. And I never actually came back at dusk because I'm very curious if the tree's shadow actually does go over the flower garden. Maybe, but there was no way I was going to do that because you would have to you'd have to go to a campsite, go to dusk, and then zoom back there. And that's just ins- that, that's that's an insane amount of time that I'm just not willing to spend. So I just looked up the exact location and found it because I'm like, that's this is crazy. And then you get in there and you're like, hey, it's this it's this friend. She's like, oh, by the way, um, I had to go 
and marry the king of Heliodor. Yeah. And here, you keep my ribbon. So and she's like, all oh, time it was Jade's mom. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, just give it to your friend there. She seems to have long black hair and seems pretty cool, too. And I'm like, Jade, do you not want to mention the fact that that was your mom? And, and maybe have a chat with, like, the one girl who knew your mom, considering you never got that since your mom died shortly after you were born? You, you maybe want to have a conversation with the lady who was best friends with your mom and, like, seem like they may have been a little bit more than friends based off of the note and the other note and how much she talked about how much she loved this girl. Hey, Jade, may want to consider having a conversation with her. Nope, never comes up. Never again. You put the ribbon on Jade and she's like, cool. Jade is just stone-faced. Like, we have, we're on a mission. We don't have time for she's any She's not this- been corrupted with emotion. She's been turned into an emotionless automaton. Exactly. Who apparently uses Puff Puff to just get what she wants. Well, yeah, that's why she's able to use it offensively. Because and here's she has the no thing, Andrew. Attachment to it. Who do you think taught her Puff Puff? Rab. Who was traveling around with her this whole time? Where do you think she learned it, Andrew? From Rab. He's just like Sully from Uncharted. I hated that guy, and I hate Rab. <laughs> that's a deep cut. We haven't talked about Sully from Uncharted on this podcast at all. Well, well, yeah. I mean, that was a that was a long forgotten past that we speak of no more. Except for this one time to talk about how much you hate Sully. That everyone's going to be awfully confused about, which is fine. It's never going to be brought up again. I hate Sully. That's just the way it is. So the third quest involves you being sent on a quest by one of the monsters uh, who wants. She wrote into an advice column saying she had a crush on someone who wanted advice on what to do, but she was afraid to go read it, and she wants you to go read it for her and report back. She's, she says her heart wouldn't be able to take it if they if the advice is basically like, don't talk to this guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And she's like, oh. So so, so she's like, oh, it's in the, it's in the newsletter. Like, okay, cool. Well, I'll go, go get the bulletin. Go to the bulletin. It's gone. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Talk to the monster that's guarding the, or that's at the bulletin board. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I had just hung it up and a gust of wind blew it out the window. It must have blown off towards the mountain. That's oddly specific, first of all, that you knew exactly where it got blown to. They're like, yeah, it's in this eerie spot. Okay. Go. Can you go get it? And they're like, oh, no, I'm just going to make copies and do something else. But if you want it now, like, it's the one and only copy. So you got to go get it. Okay. Oh, by the way, Monster probably picked it up. And because it's amazing literature, they probably hung it up somewhere. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, she would probably know. She's also a monster, so she would know what monsters have as far as taste. So if she says it's quality literature, the other monsters probably think so, too. So this this just reminds me even more that, Andrew, when you are going in to all of these layers, these monsters are just minding their own business, and you just come in kick open their door, and just start slaying them constantly. Yeah, which is why this game needs a pacifism option like Undertale had. I would I would do that if that if I I'm could. playing the pacifist option. You are very much not. 
I have not. I didn't fight one creature in here except for the things that I had to in order to go up to the one thing. I don't fight anything ever. I run past every single creature I see unless I come across some gigantic creature and then I'm like, sweet, I finally might get a challenge just like One Punch Man, but it's not. And then I'm immediately, the dopamine immediately floods my brain and then I continue on to my the rest of my quest. I don't fight anything anymore. I am the pacifist root. I had to slaughter countless slimes, but it was worth it. Because slimes don't, apparently don't count. <laughs> slimes don't die when you kill them. They then you're just not killing them. ooze into the ground to become a slime again. Well, apparently they can just merge into each other and make a king slime. So, so that's the thing. I'm not killing slimes. I am just getting a bunch of experience from them. So that way I don't have to fight these things. I don't have to go around and fight stuff. But when you first get to this whole place, it's like, oh, by the way, broom, 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 rain bow. It starts going off like nobody's business. Wait, yeah. from a side quest, I'm about to find an orb. From a side quest. Well, see, I remember we had this conversation a little bit before we recorded because you, you had no idea this was there. But there's actually a book in the library that talks about a bird that collected shiny objects and took them up to that eerie and stuff that it's and it like really beats you over the head with it because there's even a girl in the library standing right next to the book that goes oh i love reading i think you should really read this book right here it's super interesting with the like pink text bubble of someone who has a hint i'm not gonna do that ever i hate the reading in this game i absolutely hate it and i i look at every single book and every time it's just reading instead of crafting stuff I skip right past it because, Andrew, you, it doesn't save that anywhere. To my knowledge, it does not save that story anywhere. And I hate reading it one line at a time because a lot of times I think, oh, cool. Well, I need to hit X because they're at the end of a sentence. But then it goes, oh, by the way, there was another sentence that just got skipped. So now you got to skip every other line of dialogue to go back for the one thing that you missed. Because they don't just put it up on screen in one giant book like they should do. I don't know if you have the same problems that I do. Probably not if you're apparently reading every single line of dialogue that this game has to offer. But that really ticks me off and I hate doing it. So every single time I come across a book, I just skip all of the content in it. If there was a way for me to save that content and read it as like an expert... In excerpt in the journal or whatever, I would. I would go back and I'd do that every single time. But so far, I have not figured out a way to do that. And maybe that's the thing that I learn in this podcast. I don't know. As far as I'm aware, I've not done anything with that, because, but I have just sat there and, and read them as they come up, which is interesting because I've actually picked up a fair bit of like random stuff. Like um, Apparently, Dave and Silvando are like wanted pirates, like famous pirates, according to one book. That's so much cooler of a backstory than he's a the secret long lost whatever. Well, I mean, I assume that part happened after he ran away. He didn't run away, Andrew. He's a secret pirate. He raided the city and he didn't want to go back. That is the story okay. I'm sticking with until it be turns out that he's royalty too. I'm sick and tired of everybody being royalty in this game. You can't have just one normal person. 
it, it is weird that over half the party of se- four out of seven people are secret royalty. Or three out of seven if we assume Silvando is just a pirate and not like a pirate king. Also, Silvando apparently got his boat cu- custom made because uh, there, there was a book talking about the design of it and how it was. And not even just royalty, but Veronica and Serena have lived their entire lives to devote themselves to the quest for the Luminary. So really, the one normal person is Eric. Which I don't know about you, Andrew, but normally royalty are the ones that do that from whatever city that they go to. They don't just give that super all-important job to some random Joe Schmo that just shows up and happens to have an affinity for magic. I mean, a lot of times that would be like a knight or something, not royalty. That would be the people who would get a quest like that. Usually knights are from some noble family. Yes, but noble and royalty are different. It's the, okay, Andrew. Coming from a peasant, they're the same thing. I mean, they're still definitely elites, but they're not like the prince who's in line for the throne or something is what I'm getting at. Oh, oh man. Okay, so their house is only 200 rooms instead of the 500 in the castle. Oh, 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 the things must be going so terribly for them. Listen, Andrew, there is a very small line between royalty and nobles. And that line is, the nobles just aren't going to be king unless they do some ridiculous, some storyline somehow that kills everybody in the royal family. So that way they can take over as the royal family or some blah, 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 whatever. They're closer in line to royalty than literally anyone else on the planet. All I'm saying is, I want a normal person other than Eric, because Eric is just weird and doesn't listen to anything that's happening, doesn't pay attention, because the only thing that he's upset about is giving his orb away this entire time. I guess, you know, normal people don't usually become adventurers, although I wouldn't typically think nobles to this degree would become adventurers either. Eh. Well, I mean, like, knights and stuff, but, like, the percentage is is pretty high. So, once you're done... So, as you climb the mountain looking for this orb, you can find the uh, the newspaper that's attached to the back of a sign, because the monsters did hang it up because they were so proud of it. Because, of course, they did. And it basically just gives the advice of, just tell them. Give them a secret, and then by having that secret, they'll become more attached to you, and then you can tell them the truth. Which, again... Why in every, everything about this game is manipulation? Tell them some deep, dark secret so they feel attached to you. Basically, trick them into liking you. <sighs> Why is everybody's advice in this, in this whole world so terrible? And so you get the orb, you kill the condor, which, which I'm glad I got revenge on that bird. That thing had a lot of health. I was surprised how much health it had. I mean, I, I killed it, sure, but I when the fight started, I was immediately able to do the three-person pep with Eric, Luminary, and Veronica that does, like, the massive weakness to everything. Mm-hmm. And then that also does damage every turn, because part of that is um, the boulder bringer or whatever that does, that's hitting him for, like, you know, two, three hundred damage right now because of everything. I think that thing had, like, over 2,000 HP, which is a lot compared to the numbers that we're doing normally. You and I had a very different experience. Oh, sure. I, I'm not even saying it was a hard fight. It just took a little while because it was how much health he had. I have had a couple of fights that have been challenging. That just wasn't really one of them. What, what, what fight have you been challenged by? Uh, recently, not nothing that we've talked about in this episode or in what I've done very, 
recently, but there were a couple things earlier that I had some issues with. A couple of early boss fights were kind of difficult. The spider monster was a challenge. <laughs> I'm well aware of the challenge with that spider monster, and I will never make that mistake again. Well, yeah, which is why you're like 15 to 20 levels above me right now. Because as of this recording, when I stopped playing shortly before we recorded, I was level 35. 45. Oh, that's not as much as I expected then. So you're only 10 levels above me. Yeah, only 10. There you go. That's not a lot in the grand scheme of things. No, it's not as much. I thought you were pretty close to 50 by this point. Just like just guessing. I haven't done any more leveling and nothing. That's true. You did specifically say you were not doing any random fights and stuff because I figured you would have just have gradually gotten the experience through regular things. But that's that, that's a fair point. Why would I fight anything? I have no reason to fight stuff. I have a reason now, which is going through and getting all of that random crap, but I have no reason to fight anything at this point. So this brings us up to four orbs now. Well, I want to. So we're I, missing I wanna, two. I want to back up real quick. Do you happen to take that advice back to the girl? Oh, I did. Yeah. How did that go? <laughs> you know exactly how it went. You just want me to be the one to tell it, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so you get you take it back to her, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I knew that's going to be what she was going to say." Which is why I told you that little secret, because as it turns out, the person I like is you. I'm like, super creepy. She's like, when I saw you running through those fields, slaughtering my friends and family, I just instantly fell in love. Because again, remember, she's a monster. (laughs) How did that make you feel? A little awkward all around, to be perfectly honest. I was like, cool, cool, cool. I'm never going to see you again. Did you say yes or no? I don't even remember there being a question because all I remember was her saying, well, you know, you, I, know under, I understand you've got a big important quest right now, so why don't you just come back when it's over? I'm like, oh, sure. So you, you hit yes then. Oh, I, did, I didn't even realize there was a yes or no. Yeah, there, she was like, well, what do you think about that? Do you feel the same about me? Yes or no? Oh, I And I was like, whatever's going to get me out of this. I was just sitting there thinking, whatever's going to get me out of this conversation the fastest. Either... Which one do you want to hear, lady? Yes, sure, let's go. Okay, bye. Never coming back here again. Yes, we will never speak of this again. And Eric later at the campsite, he's like, dude, you remember when that monster like was like, hey, you want to get married? And you were like, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Eric, I am going to take you out in your sleep. Say it again. <laughs> Say it one more time. I've got the orb. I don't need you. Yeah. So at this point, we've still got two orbs to get and kind of a whole lot of nothing because the quest log basically just says the orbs are scattered all over the world. Go find them. Yeah. Look, look it, everywhere. It just says figure it out. Yeah. So things are just like kind of wide open at this point. So it, we're just kind of checking off locations that we haven't been to to figure out where to go next. Having no clue on where to go at this point, the next obvious place to go is there's a little town to the south, which I actually went to first. These two things happen one after the other either way, and you go down there, and it's a very touristy town, as it turns out, because this town, Phenomenon, which kind of made my head hurt at first until I realized it's Phenomenon without the E, and they just split into two words, but still a very awkward thing to say. I never came to that conclusion. And I, I had just planned on not saying the name of the town. I catch on to a little random wordplay a lot, and Dragon Quest loves random wordplay. So I've noticed they always have. They've they like the series has been huge into puns since basically the very first one. Have they also been huge into perversion? I mean, 
Puff Puff has been a thing, so... <laughs> <laughs> so you go to Phenomenon, or whatever, Phenomenon. It, it's a very bustling town full of lots of uh, tourist people and, like, merchants trying to sell to those tourists and stuff. And the reason for that is there's some big famous mural that got found in some ruins at the back of the town that gets everybody... That everybody's here to see because it brings you good luck, allegedly. This is that town where you get the side quest about it raining that we were talking about earlier. Yes, but you go there and there's all sorts of people around and you, they, they kind of emphasize the touristy part by for you of like almost everybody talks in a different way. So like you kind of recognize where they're from by the way they talk because, oh, they, this person talks in haiku. They must be from that one town or whatever. Uh, but as you go to the back, you have to climb up a ton of steps and like you pass like Rab, uh, taking a break and stuff. But when you get to the top of the steps, you find this little girl. And Silvando, being the, you know, cool guy that he is, is stopping and talking to this little girl who's crying, who says her pa- she can't find her parents. And that her parents said that the mural was going to make her rich, or make them rich, and that she they hadn't come back. And she was upset. So Silvando declares himself Detective Silvando, and we're going to go find this girl's parents. Well... He gives you the choice. Did you say no? Of course I did. Oh, I figured that would be something you would say yes to because you were saying, like, I haven't said no to anything because I haven't been anything that I didn't want to do. So I'm surprised, you know, helping this little girl out was something you didn't want to do. Yeah, no, I didn't want to do this at all. I, I don't, I, ca- I can't really explain it. I just, I got there and he's like, hey, do we going to waste a whole bunch of time and help this girl find her parents? No. Savando, I really, I, I just, I actually don't, I really don't want to do that. And, and I know people are going to be like, oh, Chris, you monster. I, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't want to help this little girl out. I didn't, this whole town is like th- this guy, like everyone in this town is, is just, I don't know. Something was off. I didn't like it. I didn't like this town. The rain bow didn't go off. So I was like, yeah, I really don't want to waste any of my time here. If this little girl's parents are going to get lost in this mural or whatever, like that's where they that's where they are. Silvando, if you want to go do this, do it yourself. And people say uh, at some point, multiple people around the town had do mention that people come up missing in this town a fair bit, which struck me as kind of odd because I don't know how you would get lost in this town. And it's like, okay, this I, I don't know. I'm like, I just don't. I don't want to do it. I just didn't want to do it. And I specifically said no. And he immediately goes, what are you heartless? Like, how could you deny talking to this little girl and saving her parents or whatever? Blah, blah. You've got to be kidding me. And then it gives you the option to say no again, to which I did again. It turns out you're just in a never ending loop until you say yes. And I actually have no idea what he says when you say yes, because I accidentally skipped the cutscene. And when I skipped the cutscene, the game just automatically assumed it was like, oh, I guess he wants to do yes now. Because Savando's like, let's go! <laughs> yeah, he uh, says he's going to go back and search the city, and why don't you go ahead and search forward and check around the mural and stuff. Which no, is like- no, 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 that's right, Andrew. That's why I said no, because he told you that first. Savando's like, I'm going to go check out the city. Why don't you go to the mural? I said no, because I'm like, I don't want to do that. Why don't I go check out the city? And why don't you check out the mural? But you were just talking about how you wanted to go to the mural. <laughs> I didn't do that. 
I was not talking about how I wanted to go to the You in this conversation earlier was like, I didn't want to waste time in this town. I wanted to go do this and get done. No, I wanted to go get the orbs. I didn't want to do anything in this town. I was ready to leave this town the second I was able to. As soon as I got to the town and the rain bow's not going off, I'm like, I'm done. This town can figure out its own problems. The rain bow did not go off. I'm like, I got a job to do. I don't care about any of this. And Savando's like, oh, but there's this little girl. He's like, why don't you go search? The, why don't I go search the town and you go search the mural? I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to search the, the mural. I want to search the town. I want to go to the town and talk to the people there because that's the way easier job, Silvando. You just walk in town and start yelling, hey, you haven't seen this little girl? No. You haven't seen this girl's parents? No, we don't know who that is. We don't know who her parents are. Whatever. To get out to the mural, no parents. But several other party members are there looking at the mural and talking about how, you know, nice it looks. Admittedly, it's a pretty nice looking mural. And Silvando comes up and he's like, oh, hey, turns out there are no parents in there. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, I wasn't able to guess that for myself, Savando. Maybe because that's the job I wanted. Not walking 10,000 miles all the way out here to get to this stupid mural. Except, notice that mural had that three key? Yeah. Uh, And actually, Veronica and and, uh, Serena talk about it. That they're pretty sure, oh, that's the magic key. That's an oddly, I mean, that is a pretty generic name for something that you recognize as a specific thing. I'm like, now you've piqued my interest. Now I'm suddenly invested in this whole thing. Like magic key. And then the magic key starts glowing and a whole group of people just come in. And then the key stops glowing suddenly. And then this guy's like, this guy whose name is Beza walks in. He goes, oh, you, he looks right at Eric. He goes, I know your type. We want to get, we want to get the murals, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You have to get out of here. This is just for us. And then Eric is like, multiple people can look at the mural. And they're like, screw you. You're not doing that. Like, so these guys are definitely going to steal the mural, right? It's like, I left and I'm like, Eric, you, you do know those people are going to steal that mural, right? Like, that's definitely what's going to happen. And Silvando goes, oh, well, let's go back to town and see if we can find her parents. Like, Bro, you were just in town. Like, I mean, I appreciate that you care. Like, good good on you for being a good dude, but I'm not sure what we're going to accomplish here. I'm like, we just found her parents. And then we get to the top of the cliff or whatever. I'm like, I'm assuming, it's like, if we didn't find her parents in there from that conversation, like, dude, where do you think they're at? Yeah, that was my assumption too. Oh, those must, oh, they must be back in town. Really? How would they suddenly be back in town, Silvando? Because there were only two places they could go. And so at this point, I'm like, okay, cool. Don't like this town, but definitely want that magic key. So we go up to the cliff. Girl's gone. What? Silvando's like, yeah, but she was right here. Yeah, man. Well, maybe she found her parents, Silvando, like, and just left with them. I'm like, we got to go find her in town. What? As far as I'm concerned, Silvando, problem solved. Girl's gone. Parents are gone. Guess they found each other. But Silvando's not going to take that. We got to search the globe. For this girl and her parents suddenly. Fine. Whatever. We go back to town. No no girl. No one has even seen this girl. This dude comes up to you and he's like, hey, hey man, hey, I just have a new business. It's called, you're going to stay in, in my, my place inn. for free tonight. My wife might know that little girl. She knows. She knows everybody. everybody. Wait, 
So your new business model is to allow me to stay here for free. No, his business model, he was trying to sell you something, and then when you talked about the girl, he goes, oh, how about you stay in the inn? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the fur fur part happens, and it's like, I'm not sure how this business model works, dude. <laughs> so so I immediately walk over, and I talk to Savando, and I'm like, cool, are we, we're leaving, right? I just assume we're not, we're not going to continue this, because I, I, I don't care. And he's like, we have to stay the night. <sighs> Fine. Stay the night in the hotel. You talk to the wife, and she's like, little girl, no, I don't know anything about that. Oh, my husband sent you? Yeah, she's like, why are you asking me? Well, he said, I will say anything to get business here. I'm like, well, he's not very good at it because he just gave us a free night. And then she's like, oh, well, for your inconvenience, I'll give you a free night. And I'm like, here's the thing, lady. He already promised me a free night. Almost seems as if that's not something he can promise. And maybe as if you're the one who makes the rules. But anyway, you may want to consider that your husband is an idiot. Just throwing that out there. So you get up in the morning, and still no sign of the girl, of course. But the guy makes the suggestion, oh, well, if you haven't found her, you know, a lot of times people will go missing in this town, but they'll just be back where you last saw them. I'm like, so what you're saying is they didn't actually go missing. You're just saying we're stupid and don't remember where she was. (laughs) That ticks me off more than anything else ever. When you ask anyone for help, hey, I lost my wallet. Do you have any idea where it is? And their immediate response is, where'd you leave it? Well, if I knew that, I wouldn't have to ask the question. If I knew where I left it, I would have looked there and magically it'd be there. Unfortunately, I don't know where I left it. Well, do you remember what the where, where you last saw it? I'm like, that's the same question, <laughs> but asked differently no i don't know where i saw it or i would have it thus me not needing to ask about my wallet that question infuriates me and i get it everywhere i go because i'm always losing stuff which i get is a personal problem (laughs) but when i ask for help please don't just go well where'd you leave it i i wouldn't be asking you if i knew that I assure you, I would not ask you that question if I knew where it was at. I have a question for you, though. Did you get the puff puff at the end in this town? No, because unlike you, I apparently don't go out of my way searching for puff puff. I just talk to everybody in the towns. Anyway, there's a lady in the inn who will give you puff puff, and the reason I'm asking is it gave me a permanent plus five to charm for some reason. What? Yeah, that's what it said. It said is the luminary's uh, charm has increased by five. And then she makes a comment about, did you ap- did you appreciate her free makeup session? And I'm like, now I'm confused about what Puff Puff is again, because apparently now it's giving me makeup, but I got permanent plus the charm out of it, so okay. So Puff Puff is now just sitting down and doing your nails. <laughs> it's That's a- why the monsters are confused. You use Puff Puff, Jade sets up this like little massage parlor thing out of nowhere, and then she starts giving them a manicure, and they're like, what? I'm a slime. I don't even have hands. What are you doing? I think I, you know what? I think I actually might have done that, but I don't remember it being Puff Puff. Are you sure it was Puff Puff? I'm positive it was Puff Puff. She's just standing on like the balcony at the inn, and she's wearing the same like half bunny girl outfit that all the Puff Puff ladies wear. Wait, what balcony? In the inn, it's like right off of, right by where you stay, like there's a little balcony that you can step outside to in the inn in that town, and 
There's a lady there who gives puff. Oh, then no, I didn't do that. Well, you get free stats, so. I guess I'll have to go back and do that later. Yeah, I mean, otherwise I wouldn't even have brought it up, but it's pretty hard to say no to five free charm. It's pretty easy for me. I say no to the use of puff puff. Say no to puff puff. Winners, winners don't use puff puff. This is your brain. Healthy, happy, wonderful. And this is your brain on puff puff. That's your brain on puff puff. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, dramatic presentation, Chris. My hand hurts now. And you brought that on yourself. The dangers of puff puff. No, I didn't bring it upon myself. I would willingly do it again for the safety of our children and saying no to Puff Puff. Not good. So at this point, yeah, so the guy's like, oh, well, you need to go back and maybe she'll be where you left her. Thanks, guy. So obviously the game wants us to go back to up at the top of the hill, like halfway to the mural. And hey, sure enough, there she is. But then she like immediately turns and runs down towards the mural. Yeah, she gives you this super sad look. It's like a lost puppy, and it's like, please help me. This doesn't seem sketchy at all. No one's ever even heard of this little girl. She's just disappearing and appearing at will. Hey, Silvando, I don't want to help way less than I did before, but I really want that magic key, though. So we're going to follow the girl. (laughs) And you run all the way down to the mirror room, and there's no sign of her, and there's no sign of anybody, actually. Like, there were some people milling about outside, the mural on the day before, but they're all gone now. And you go into the mural room and everybody's like, wait, I thought you said you saw the girl. She's not anywhere to be found. And then uh, somebody, oh, Silvando actually notices that the mural looks different because there's more people on the mural. One of those guys looks just like Baza who was there yesterday. Yeah, the guy who was a jerk to us. But there's definitely more people than there were the day before. All around this lady that's like a queen or whatever being worshipped by these random people. It's like, weird, weird, weird. Um, okay, that's odd. Let's get out of here, door slam. Cool. cool I know cool, where this cool. is going, yeah. <laughs> right before I get sucked back, I look back at Silvando and I'm like, this is all your fault! And then we get sucked into the mural. You did this to me! This is why I don't like kids. I'm gonna go back and recurse. I even went back to find out what his actual name was. And his name was, like, legitimately cool, too. Oh, man, I don't remember his name. Who? The kid that was cursed by, by oh. Jasper. Oh, back in the gondola, yeah. It wasn't Philippe, and it wasn't... Oh, man, it was, like, such a cool-sounding name, too. Well, unfortunately, we can't remember that kid's name, but that is going to do it for this episode of Video Games Cover to Cover. Next week, we'll be talking about the dark inner secrets of this mural that has clearly tried to eat us. Uh, As always, you can find us on Twitter or via our email or on our Discord server, and the contact information will be included in the episode description. I am the Luminary. Are you stopping your audio? Hello? Chris? What are you doing? Platico! (laughs) Ha 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 ha!